uh, now to focus on what uh, this big move in terms of treasuries and, and indices means for your portfolio and have a bigger picture discussion as far as what we've seen this week. I want to welcome in Ashley Walton, the senior financial planner for James Investments. Ashley, welcome. Good to have you back to the Future Show and uh, good to meet. Last time you were on, I was actually on vacation and JB was filling in, so I look forward to following up on that conversation. But if we could just start with the big move up yesterday in reaction to the inflation data slowing to 7.7% year over year, core inflation to 6.3. Yeah, it is fascinating that this small, unexpected little surprise has changed so much all of a sudden. Last week or the week before when I was on, it was such a different environment and such a different conversation. And now everything's green and everybody's excited and the whole entire conversation has just changed so much. I, I think that, um, you know, it all makes sense. We we see that the, the shelter being the big part of the inflation still. Uh -huh. And I think that we all who have clients are feeling that, that there is still such a pressure in the housing market. And then I thought it was interesting to see that the decline was uh, more of the discretionary areas, the clothes and airfare and things like that, which we would expect in, in, you know, if we have clients that are worried about what the future holds. You know, Ashley, I, I, I sense a hint of caution in your voice. I guess I'm kind of curious. Are you in the camp where you're kind of full speed forward like uh, the bulls are in this instance and what you were just talking about in terms of this optimism or you kind of where I stand, which is more sort of like, okay, Paul just recently told us that the focus was the core PCE. That's the preferred measure. Why are we getting so hyped up about CPI? One data point we know does not a trend make and Fed officials have made this very clear. They're data dependent, not data point dependent. I completely agree with you. He, we, he just told us that there's no plans for a pause. Yeah. I think that the excitement that we feel from this little bump and that we're seeing in the market is great, mm -hmm. but I think that it's way too early to you know start getting our hopes up for a pause or sure. maybe we'll see a smaller hike, but going into the holidays, I think that time will tell um, if we see a really strong holiday spending period. I, I don't know if those numbers will still. Well, inflation, uh, uh, definitely a focus here, but also jobs and employment seems pretty strong, so possibly we will. I was thinking about it this morning, wondering if this is the start to what we'll be calling uh, in weeks and months to come a Santa Claus rally as we head into the end of the year. <laughs> and possibly things are just a little bit overdone to the downside, so maybe it is just a little bit of relief from the CPI. Maybe we're not getting too far ahead of ourselves in terms of that inflation discussion, but just things have been uh, overextended lower. Let's talk a little bit about bigger picture and how investors should be positioned through the end of the year with these recent developments in the shift that you just mentioned, how basically overnight the discussion changed. It really did. And I, I think because it was so quick that what you know we need to remember is that for our clients that aren't paying as close attention to this, here at James, we have, um, we work with primarily high net worth individuals and business owners. And if we look at the sentiment numbers, that is the group that is feeling the most nervous about the future. The expected business conditions declined by like 19%, I think it was. Um, and that's who our, our clients are. And so regardless of this little bump, you know, we've had so much volatility this year that I don't think that it's enough to really change their sentiment and their spending going forward. So what we always have to go back to, what I always go back to with my financial planning clients is, okay, what have we already done to prepare? What what can we do now in this environment? Let's recheck everything. Um, it's, it's a lot different when someone is doing their own portfolio because in the good times it's good and then it's the, in the bad times it's a lot more emotions and harder to uh, make those decisions for yourself. But as professionals, 
we look at it and we say, okay, with your numbers and your factors, what can we do to take advantage of this? Maybe you're someone who usually has a couple hundred thousand in capital gains every year, and we can take losses to net that out to zero. And now you have all this room in your tax bracket where we can do other things. Maybe we do Roth conversions. Um, Maybe we use that to raise the basis in some of your other investments that have a really low basis. So for us, it's, we're always preparing. You don't know what the future holds. It's always just preparing for uncertainty itself. But then also when we do have these weird environments, it's how can we work with each specific client's factors to create some sort of positive from it and take advantage of whatever the numbers are that we're given. You know, I like that. Uh, and, uh, you know, yesterday when the number came out, it, it actually sort of catapulted my focus already to the sentiment data, which is due out today, because not only do we get the sentiment numbers, but they also have that inflation component, which we'll get to take a look at. But uh, and also to your point here, Ashley, uh, and I like the idea. Basically, it sounds like your clients are uh, not so much focused on these individual kind of blips on the radar, but the bigger picture kind of uh, uh, look at things on a whole here. Yeah, it's, it's you know, these, these people, they build these businesses with their bare hands, and that's what's at risk if we go into a recession, especially if it's yeah. a long term. And that's what's going to create this environment that's really hard for people to want to spend like they have. And they're going to need a lot more than one small unexpected inflation yeah. number to start to feel that, you know, that the, the ease of that. And when you fear that you're your lifelong business that you created is at risk, or even just your job stability or income if it's not your own business, Um, especially with something like a recession, it's hard to look beyond that and feel confident enough to continue normal spending habits. And then of course that trickles down and then they might be less likely to increase wages or hire new employees or purchase new equipment. Um, But on the flip side, when we're talking about getting inflation under control, that's obviously a good thing. We need people to spend less if we wanna get inflation down. Yeah, not only in terms of businesses, but also as in our personal lives as well. We're feeling very similar situation playing out. Uh, I started off the segment talking about my chart of the day, treasuries to the downside. You know, as uh, the futures have been coming off, we've been watching bonds uh, on this well-defined trend, lower rates to the upside. Uh, there was a lot of debate, Ashley, about the 60-40 portfolio and how it uh, needed to be revisited. I guess I'm wondering if we get some pushback on some of the inflationary pressures, will we sort of see some of that pushback or that discussion at least getting shelved temporarily if we can see bonds start to rally back some here? I think that the 60-40 portfolio is something that we should always be looking at. If you look at, again, back to my clients and how diverse they all are, mm-hmm. some clients cannot stomach a 60-40 portfolio. Some of them need uh, you know, something more aggressive. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so specific. Um, right now, the hard part is that everywhere has been down this year. And so it, it has changed that narrative of, okay, well, stocks are more aggressive or you know more 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 volatility and bonds are less volatility but this year the clients have had such a hard time wrapping their head around just volatility everywhere so i think that going back and having a solid financial plan that you are comfortable with that we know what your tax bracket is now we know what your tax bracket is going to be later we can look at really where you need to be um you know allocated between stocks and bonds you know, we oftentimes talk about uh, drastic times, drastic measures in terms of what we've seen as far as the Fed. But it sounds like as far as investing right now, just dynamic times require uh, dynamic measures ultimately. So appreciate you joining us here. Good to have you with us here this morning and good to have you on the future show. Ashley Walton, senior financial planner for James Investment.